0: On the map, WGN Radio gives insight and explores unique, exotic vacation destinations all over the world. On the map, from Miami
1: to Santorini, plan your next adventure on the map. Here's Dave Plyer.
0: Well, good Friday evening to all of you and welcome to On the Map, your weekly showcase of regional, national and international tourism. And plus a little places here and there around Chicagoland as well. You'll hear insights on everything from unique destinations and landmarks to resorts and places to stay to educate and entertain, as well as help you plan adventures near and far. On tonight's show, we're going to explore a city along the Fox River. And that's Geneva, Illinois, just 36 miles from downtown Chicago. Geneva was first settled in the 1830s. Daniel Shaw Haight was the first European settler in Geneva, and he sold his claim in 1835 to James and Charity Harrington, who were influential in the creation of the historic Town of Geneva. Laura Rush from the Geneva Chamber of Commerce will join us in this half hour as well. So let's kick things off with the latest from the WGN Radio Travel Desk. In a report from American Express Travel, it finds 57% of travelers will spend more in their travel in 2023. 50% are planning revenge travel to make up for the lost time from the pandemic. And 60% of travelers will plan well in advance versus 13% taking last-minute trips, which was very common in 2022. If you've been sweating out that latest deadline for the real ID required for U.S. air travel, you're getting another reprieve. The U.S. federal government has yet again delayed national security requirements for driver's licenses and other identification cards, giving states more time to issue real IDs to residents. The identification requirements were expected to kick in in the coming spring, but they'll be delayed another two years until May 7th, 2025. A visit to America's beautiful national parks is always a good idea, and it's even sweeter when that visit is free. Thankfully, there are several free days in 2023 when the National Park Service waives entrance fees at all parks across the country. These free days range from January through November and coincide with national holidays and anniversary milestones. This includes Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday on January 16th, and other days throughout the year include April 27th, that is the first day of National Park Week, August 4th, the anniversary of the Great American Outdoors Act, November 11th, Veterans Day, and on free days, parks waive the entrance fees, but it does not apply. Uh, to user fees for things like camping, transportation, or special hours. Skiing up north this weekend, currently 16 ski areas, 94% of the 17 ski resorts reporting are open for skiing and snowboarding up in Wisconsin. Statewide, 70% of the lifts are open. 69% of the trails in Wisconsin are open. And for the average snow depth on the mountains nearby, Alpine Valley is reporting 10 to 12 inches with all 21 runs open. Cascade Mountain is reporting 24 to 48 with 85% of the runs open. And the Grand Geneva is reporting 16 to 24 inches of snow with 95% open. Now, last but not least, it is now legal for women and men to be topless at beaches on the popular vacation island of Nantucket, just off the coast of Massachusetts. The effort was led by gender equality on beaches, making it legal for anyone of any gender to go nude from the waist up while on the beach on the island. And those are top stories from the WGN Radio Travel Desk. Now, if you're traveling this weekend, here is Lauren Lapka with your weekend travel forecast. Lauren? Yeah,
1: if you're over on the East Coast, you'll have some mild temperatures, but they are dealing with some snow showers along the eastern Great Lakes. Midwest looks good. Just some cold air up north. Biggest weather travel worries are actually out west. They're dealing with heavy rain from California up to Washington, and that's going to happen all weekend. And they're also expecting really strong winds Saturday. There's also a cold front moving through the southern part of the U.S., which could spark some showers and thunderstorms Saturday. And southeast looks nice with mild temperatures, but Sunday, that system from the south will move east, and that will bring rain-snow mixes to the East Atlantic.
0: Very good. Thank you very much, Lauren. So travel was a mess, as everybody knows, last week, and especially if you were on one of those flights that didn't take off or you're still missing your luggage. So, Here's a flight attendant's guide to surviving travel now. First of all, go early. Whether you're going on a flight or a cruise, count it as part of your vacation, but leave the day before if you can to get there early. Always fly direct. That way, if you're delayed, you don't need to worry about making your next flight. If you can't avoid connecting, don't book the shortest layover because you'll be building in stress and the possibility of missing your flight. A one-hour layover is not enough anymore. 30 minutes, uh, you just can't make it anymore. In, In most cases, three hours is safe. Fly as early in the day as possible, something that I've always done. The first flights of the day rarely cancel. Thunderstorms build as the day gets warmer. Flight crews reach their duty limits later in the day, and traffic builds at busy airports. Now, of course, it does affect pricing sometimes to live in the leave in the morning or in the mid-morning, but it's going to really guarantee that you're going to make your destination. Uh, that might mean a 3 a.m. alarm, but if your early flight does not happen to cancel, you'll have more options to rebook throughout the day. Download the app of the airline you're flying. These apps have valuable information. will keep you up to date even more so than you're standing in long lines and on the phone if things go wrong, you can rebook right away when you have the app in your hand. Think twice about the cheapest fares. Flights are full and if you buy the cheapest seats, you might not be able to sit with your family. It says so when you purchase your ticket and even flight attendants aren't there to rearrange the whole plane just so you can sit together. So be aware also that if a flight is oversold and no one volunteers to give up their seats, the first to be bumped will be the family that saved a few dollars by using a bargain website. Pack smart. Don't be that guy or gal. Don't hold up boarding because you have your extenders open and they're bursting out and you can't figure out how to make your bag fit in the overhead. Bring a sweater. Flights are always very cold. Oh, don't tell a flight attendant they look tired. This is, of course, coming from a flight attendant. Be patient. Be nice. Goal of the airlines is to get you to your destination. That's from Christy Corbell. She's a longtime flight attendant who shared her information with travelers. Let's get you back to on the map. Here's Dave Flyer. All right, and on the map today is Geneva, Illinois. So January in Geneva means residents and visitors can explore. Local restaurants and delicious discounts for one week only, foodies will be able to eat their hearts out at participating restaurants that will offer lunch and dinner menus reflected for dine on the $9. Some are per in person, some are for two, and some options you will only find during restaurant week. Now, this all takes place Monday, January 23rd through Sunday, January 29th. And to talk about it all is Laura Rush. She's from the Geneva Chamber of Commerce. Lauren, welcome to WGN Radio's On The Map.
2: Hi, Dave. Thank you so much for having us on your inaugural uh, yes. show, and congratulations. Thank it's you. Thank
0: you so much. Ben, what does she win for being the first guest on the show? What does she win?
2: <laughs> you know, Wouldn't that be
0: nice? Yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice. You know, I just spent time, and very, I love the coincidence of this, because I just spent time there last August in Geneva, and I hadn't oh. been there in years. And, you know, and I live in the city, so I live in Chicago, and sure. you have to remember how vast... Folks have to remember how vast the Chicagoland area is and so many things to do without even leaving the state or the area. And I will say Geneva is truly a special place.
2: Well, you know what it is. Um, I've actually lived here my entire life. Um, So obviously I have a very large passion for Geneva, but You know, people coming from Chicago or, in you know, many of the suburbs, they can just hop on the train, which is so awesome, I think, because you don't even have to drive. You can hop on the train. You can make a weekend. You can make a day of it. Hop back on the train and not have to worry about, you know, having a little bit uh, too much fun in Geneva.
0: No question. And, you know, this is a time of the year, too, that we all kind of feel a little pent up up in our homes because of the weather and so forth but the restaurant week that you have coming up is a great time to explore a new place to dine people have you know and i'm and this is one thing my goal is on the show is people have their comfort places that they like to go to or maybe it's a Mm -hmm. chain that they're comfortable with but it's really fun to an explore to explore a new place and and geneva is a great place to do that there are restaurants everywhere
2: You know what? Uh, You are exactly right. This is our seventh annual uh, Restaurant Weekend. I heard right before we started talking, it is January 23rd through the 29th. Um, We offer uh, something, like you said, called Dine on the Nines. We did something a little bit different than a lot of Restaurant Weeks. So all the price points are variations of nine. So anywhere from nine to $49. And it is a chance uh, for the visitors to either go to a place that they are comfortable with and maybe try a new dish that's only being offered during restaurant week or what we really hope is that you try a restaurant that you just maybe weren't too sure of or as you know the price point was a little too high on a normal restaurant uh, menu item and come back again and again and again and we have 20 fabulous restaurants participating all across the board in terms of menu items in terms of price points. Um, I think there's something for everybody this year for Restaurant Week. I was
0: going to say, there's uh, just a couple examples here. The Copper Fox, uh, Dinner for Two, mm-hmm. you mentioned the Nine, so thirty nine ninety five.
2: Um, 39 dollars is really about an average price. So we do have some for like 9.99, also. And so I think it's just, uh, go to our website, genevachamber.com, take a look. Um, as I said, some of the menu items are still coming in from the restaurants and they're still trying to figure out with the chefs what their best uh, thing is going to be. So um, I apologize. You may have been looking at an older item, but what you relayed is very similar to what you're going to find at a lot of the restaurants.
0: Now, one of the reasons I can came to Geneva's. I wanted to stay overnight. So the, the Harrington, okay. which we're going to talk about yeah. in a little bit, is a yeah. is a great place to be, but it's blocks away from all the shopping and the shopping districts and so forth. But there was a restaurant that I had read about that opened up there called the Patton House and yeah. and has some really uh, a lot of history there. It was built back in 1857 and I will tell you when I've gone, I went to a couple different restaurants there. The, the owner there, I believe her name was Nancy, yeah. and and she introduced herself to us and toured us of the place and really showed all the different things she did because she really had a, re, that was a home. She had to really rehab that place.
2: She did, and um, the Patton House is, uh, my husband and I, one of our favorite places to eat. They have a fabulous um, story, as you said. They have a fabulous outdoor eating area. Nancy is one of those people that when you walk in, she's going to give you a hug. Um, whether you just met her or whether you've (laughs) known her for years, which, you know what, that's so um, indicative of Geneva is that that's how you feel when you go into a restaurant or shop or stay at the Harrington. You feel like these people know you. You feel like you're with family. And um, the Patton House is one of the many places in Geneva that is in a historic building um, that has been revamped. Um, A lot of them are plaqued. And the History Museum in Geneva is just one place you can go and find out about all the history in Geneva, which uh, I find fascinating. And I used to help with the history tours. And so I've learned a lot over all the years living in Geneva as well. So eating or shopping or whatever, it's fun to say this used to be the bedroom and this used right. to be where, you know, so-and-so lived. But the Patent House was owned by um, not one of the founding fathers of Geneva, but one of the very early uh, settlers of Geneva, for sure.
0: Beautiful place. Absolutely beautiful it place. Is
2: absolutely. Love it.
0: Shopping. The experience of shopping there. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about during the daytime. Let's talk a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. So uh, we have probably um, over 160 uh, shops in Geneva. They are all independently owned. So when you walk in, uh, just like with the Patent House, chances are you are going to be talking to the owner. You're going to be talking to the expert, the person who is passionate about what they're selling, which I love. And they have one-of-a-kind items that you're not going to find anywhere else. I tell people, if you go in and you see something, You buy it then. You don't wait because you're going back the next day. It very well is not going to be there. And we're very, very proud of our shopping district. We're very proud of our restaurants. We're very proud of our lodging establishment. Geneva is definitely a tourist destination to come, to spend the day, to spend the weekend. And you will walk out of there um, happy and hopefully... Spread the word and bring friends back and come back. And we're, um, you know, encouraging people to have their weddings there, which is what we have coming up in February, which is our wedding walk. Because I think a lot of people don't realize Geneva is also a great place to get married and, you know, start your happily ever after.
0: Absolutely. I know it's the second year you're doing that as well. That's February 26th. So tell, tell us about the wedding walk.
2: So the wedding walk is an opportunity for brides, brides to be people who aren't yet brides, but want to be someday or really anybody who is planning a wedding to come and see what we have to offer. We have venues. We have specialty stores that can help you with uh, art parties or showers or the gifts on the table at the wedding with your flowers, your hair. Anything you possibly can imagine, so you will come, you will register um, at the you'll register online and then you'll check in at the Harrington and then we have two facets. we have an expo where people can go and visit different tables of places that don't have brick and mortars. We do have a lot of businesses that are members of the chamber that work out of a warehouse or from their home. And you can then go around to all the brick and mortars and visit and see what they have to offer as well. And, um, you know, I am one of those brides who did absolutely everything in Geneva when I got married 30 years ago. And it can be done. It absolutely can be done. And it's beautiful. And it's still, again, living here and walking past where we had our reception and our, where our wedding was. It's It really is a special memory. And so I hope that You know, those looking to plan a wedding this year or next year or any year, do take into account February 26th. Look online um, at GenevaChamber.com. Register for the wedding walk. It's not very expensive at all. And come and just see what Geneva has to offer. Spend the day. Have lunch. And just you know have a really wonderful time, and leave a smile on your face.
0: I have a texture that or a listener that texted in that uh, they love the little traveler now that's a store ah, I remember yes. my mom taking me to and and it's it's massive, like you get lost in there
2: they get, yeah, they have thirty six rooms uh each one's a specialty room, and they just celebrated a hundred years last year, which I would say they are probably our longest running um business in Geneva um has only been run by a couple families which is pretty darn incredible but it is something that i think everybody has a story whether they've shot there they've eaten there um a lot of homes a
0: lot of home goods in there to buy for your house decor uh kitchen uh it's very very cool yeah i know and you know what the one that i really really liked that is I, i don't even know how long it's been there but it's the urban artisan so This is a place that it's very, you know, Chicago-esque, meaning Chicagoland, uh, little memorabilia, things that they've taken from even Chicago's past and turned to really cool artwork and so forth. I I probably spent the most money at that place because it's a really special store.
2: Well, the owner, Courtney, would be very happy to hear that they've actually only been in that location uh, just about a year, and they have done fabulous. I too um, have bought many gifts there. they have a lot of geneva items, chicago items um, but again, this is another example of walking in, seeing the owner, uh, making you feel welcome like family, and um, just giving great advice i I, I can't say enough about shopping in Geneva. My husband, the joke, in, you know, with my friends is, you know, did you go to the so-and-so restaurant in so-and-so town? I said, why? Why would we leave Geneva? <laughs> awesome. We we don't need to. We just don't need to. Everything is here for us.
0: When of course, starting in April, there's a, a French market every Sunday yeah. through November. Uh, Swedish days, of course, is something I've gone to for, for many, many years. Oh! Oh, yeah. But there's always, always something to do up there. And the Harrington, we're going to have uh, some guests from the Harrington uh, after the news. But that was... Uh, again, the views in that place over the Fox River was great and it was in walking distance of everything which was very, very special.
2: Did you feel like you weren't even in, like, no. I live here but I feel like I'm in another town or another dimension when I go stay at the Harrington.
0: It, you know, it's funny, I went there with somebody that I lived with in, in upstate New York and it felt very Vermont to me. Like, like oh, I was not even in Chicago. Okay. Like, it, it was just a just a nice small town feel and it was an escape yep. enough away from home to uh, to do that. But, again, Uh, If you want to explore Geneva, Illinois, and I absolutely think you should, uh, visit GenevaChamber.com, talk about the restaurant week and also uh, the Geneva Wedding Walk as well. Laura, thank you for joining us on On the Map. I appreciate it
2: oh dave thank you so much good luck with your show and uh tell lisa hi from the harrington when you talk to her in a few minutes
0: <laughs> i will do that i will do that thank All you right. so much have a great weekend thank, thank you. you you too and speaking of that great stay uh and i just did there uh this summer the harrington Inn and in the place to be and we'll talk about them after the news next here on 720 wgn let's explore some more back to on the map with dave Plyer. And on the map this week is Geneva, Illinois. Now, the Harrington Inn and Spa is not your typical hotel. Overlooking the Fox River in Geneva, the boutique retreat offers a quaint and intimate ambiance, gracious, personalized hospitality, and elegant yet eminently comfortable accommodations. Guests arriving at the hotel are greeted by charming European-style architecture framed by gabled roofs, riverfront views and a garden courtyard each room and suite is uniquely designed and decorated featuring a gas fireplace and a deep soaking whirlpool tub but all rooms almost all rooms have a balcony enjoying morning coffee or an evening cocktail now to tell us more is lisa van bordel she's uh the director of sales and marketing for the harrington inn and spa welcome to on the map lisa
3: Hi, David. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. Glad to
3: be here.
0: You know, I stayed at the Harrington uh, last summer, and it was just a little getaway, so I was glad that I got to do this, especially for this show, and I haven't been in that area for a while. I live in the city, so visiting Geneva was a great long weekend, great views, and great service that you're in.
3: Oh, thank you. We love hearing that.
0: Absolutely. So what's the history of the hotel? Because I think it was like almost 150 years ago. The property was the town's first dairy, right?
3: That is correct. Um, They uh, had a creamery that was built on the site, and they stored the milk in the Fox River to keep it cold. Um, And the property had a few owners, um, and even Hershey was one of them, and they used to make caramels. Oh, that's at the, cool at that property. Mm-hmm.
0: Now each of you, uh, room is very unique. I'm just telling you when I walked into the room, I, I'm blown away by the view and the and and the little patios outside over the river because it feels you look down and it's just it's just gorgeous. I actually wanted to come back in the fall and didn't get a chance to, but the rooms are great. Uh, but really, the the spa is is a big highlight at your hotel.
3: That it is. We have four treatment rooms. Um, We do um, body treatments, massages, and facials, and people just love incorporating that into their stay.
0: Now, back in 1999, there's a building to the left when you first walk into the building, and it was the former fire department's pump house, which is adjacent to the hotel. And that 6,000-square-foot building is where you kind of have events and meeting space as well, right?
3: Yes, we do. We use that for our wedding receptions and uh, bridal showers and and all of our corporate meetings.
0: And now this is the 30th anniversary of the Harrington. So as the year goes on, you'll be coming up with some special events and and so forth, right?
3: Yes, actually, we've started those conversations to to come up with some specials throughout the year. And uh, that information will be coming out soon, I promise.
0: Now, I was able to eat at Atwater's, which is your restaurant there. I think I had the pistachio-crusted pork, and my vegan friend had the grilled orange cauliflower steak. So I got to experience all that, had a couple of great old fashions. Tell us a little bit about the restaurant, because Restaurant Week is coming up.
3: <clears throat> well, you know, with the Restaurant Week, it's such a great opportunity uh, to join us at Atwater's, and it's really a perfect time for new customers to come in and try us out and, and really see what we're about. Um, You know, Atwater's is an upscale dining experience. Uh, We offer an intimate setting. Uh, We have panoramic views of the beautiful courtyard in the Fox River. Uh, The cozy lobby bar is a perfect place for great conversation. We have an extended wine list and craft cocktails. And I'd have to say right now my favorite spot is to sit in front of the fireplace. It's very (laughs) relaxing.
0: Yeah. What are some of your favorite dishes at the restaurant?
3: Ooh, See, that's really hard. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, lunchtime, uh, the chicken crepe, uh, which is on the, uh, the Restaurant Week menu, uh, is one of my favorites. The champagne cream sauce is really decadent. Um, for dinner, I love the plum-grazed uh, Faroe Island salmon. And, um, gosh, our must-haves really are going to be the roasted uh, butternut squash soup, which has been on our menu since the day we opened, by the way. And our chocolate ganache for dessert are really fabulous.
0: Very, very nice. The overnight stay was great. So talk a little bit about the hotel itself, because number one, it is blocks away from shopping. I mean, not not even away from shopping in all these great restaurants. Mm-hmm. That's why if you're going to come to Geneva during restaurant week, uh, the wedding walk, or just for a weekend getaway, this is a great place to stay.
3: Yes, I would definitely agree with you there. Um, I mean, you hit on all the high points of, of what the rooms encompass, the fireplace or the Whirlpool tubs and uh the patios and the balconies but um but the actual placement of the hotel being right on the river um you, you know if you're coming from a neighboring community we're only a few blocks from the geneva train station so the metro is a great way to get to geneva and really explore all of downtown and we are in walking distance uh, as you mentioned to uh to all of the shops and restaurants and and the nightclubs
0: very cool what is your favorite part of the hotel
3: That's a tough, um, that's such a tough. You're there um, every day
0: and you've experienced it all. So like, you know, if you're going to tell our listeners, like, wow, this is a really cool piece of this, of the history of this place.
3: Uh, You know, I really love our lobby Yeah, and the entrance coming into the hotel. And, you know, one of my favorite things to do um, is to welcome our guests, is to open up the door and, and welcome them in. I so love my it. my favorite
0: spot. I love it. Well, Restaurant Week is Monday, January 23rd through thir- uh, Sunday, January 29th. At Water's Restaurant is a part of it. and Go stay a night or two at the Harrington Inn and Spawn. For more, visit HarringtonInn.com. Thank you so much, Lisa, and have a great weekend.
3: Thank you, David. Appreciate it.
0: Let's explore some more. Back to On the Map with Dave Plyer. All right. Here is your Chicago Weekender, things to do, places to go around Chicagoland. Now, this week... After the New Year's, is always quieter than most around the city, but the best things in life are free, so let's explore some experiences that will cost you nothing. It's your last chance to catch zoo lights at Lincoln Park Zoo, and the popular display has been extended through this Sunday. More than one million lights make up this mesmerizing display, and this year's family-friendly event set in the city's historic lakefront zoo includes brand-new light shows and live entertainment. Nothing says winter in Chicago like gliding around on one of the city's magical ice-skating rinks. One favorite spot is McCormick Tribune Ice Rink, which is open through March 5th. This free admission rink in Millennium Park is nestled in the shadow of the cloud gate known as the Bean and the glimmering lights of Michigan Avenue. Now, Note that free online reservations are required and skate rentals are available for a fee. You can spend an afternoon wandering through a Chicago museum where you can dive into fascinating history, contemporary art, and galaxies far, far away. Here are the upcoming free museum days in Chicago this month. The Field Museum is free for Illinois residents on January 10th, 11th, 16th, 17th, 18th, 24th, 25th, and 31st. The Art Institute is free for Illinois residents on weekdays starting this Monday, January 9th. The Adler Planetarium is free for Illinois residents every Wednesday evening and the Chicago History Museum is free for Illinois residents the 16th through the 20th, 24th through the 27th, and the 31st. You can also visit one of the city's always-free museums like the National Museum of Puerto Rican, Re- Rican Arts and Culture, the National Museum of Mexican Art, and the Hyde Park Art Center. The DuSable Black History Museum and Education Center is free every Wednesday, and the Museum of Contemporary Art is free for Illinois residents every Tuesday. Name the best garden in North America garden, Garfield Park Conservatory is highlighting the last weekend of their winter flower show through Sunday. Conservatory is free. Reservations are strongly recommended and donations are ex- expected. In other events around town, Motown Legends of Commodores are at the Rialto Theater in Julia tomorrow night. 86-year-old Chicago blues icon Buddy Guy is appearing at his own club, Buddy Guy's Legends, now through Sunday, January 29th. Sunday is the Great American Dog Show at the Schomburg Convention Center. And Monday, the Pickwick Theater. And Park Ridge kicks off their silent film series featuring the 1927 movie The Unknown with Joan Crawford and Lon Chaney with a live organ accompaniment by cinema arts organist Jay Warren. Lots of great restaurants in that town as well. And that is your Chicago Weekender. All right, so it's always a good time to go beyond your comfort zone to explore a new restaurant in Chicago. Now in its 70th year is a is one restaurant with one family and three generations that have served Chicago, and that is Club Lago in the city's River North neighborhood. Now, Gus and Ida Lazzarini opened the doors of Club Lago for some Italian, northern Italian food, and they, to serve the printers and paper salesmen who worked in Smoky Hollow, the warehouse district around Superior, in Orleans and Chicago, it was a time of the first mayor Daly, who often frequented Club Lago. It was also a time of three martini lunches. Nineteen eighty, son-in-law Francesco Nardini took over. At a time that photographers and art galleries turned the neighborhood warehouses into lofts, and for seventy years, Club Lago has been a cornerstone in that neighborhood. And to talk about it all is Guido Nardini. He and his brother John Car- uh, Carlo run the joint. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm
1: doing well. Uh, you've done your homework. You know more about my family and my <laughs> restaurant than I do. Darn. <laughs> (laughs) I think it's fair to call it a joint. It's absolutely a joint, uh, and I say that in uh, high honor. Anytime I'm in another town, I walk into a place, I'm looking for a neighborhood joint, looking for a real place.
0: Now, you have always told me that the third generation usually screws things up.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> You're taking my lines away from me. Yes, we
0: haven't yet, that's always the, the
1: curse of the third generation. The second one is the builder, and then the third one is the one who buys the sports cars
0: and sets it on fire. <laughs> right, exactly. No, so far we haven't. So far we haven't. Yeah, but you guys have kept this old-school Italian neighborhood joint on the map, continuing the family traditions of A Great Meal. And even more importantly, great service. Uh, I, I'll listen to you go on
1: all day, Dave. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it, it. it's part of our uh, family history. I mean, I grew up as a dishwasher and a busboy there, and so sort of interacting with people uh, in the you know, in the service of doing the service, doing the job is something that was really my first job. It's funny when I'll go to restaurants, uh, you know, when I'm coming in as a customer, you always have your eye sort of on that same thing. And if I'm at a friend's house, uh, uh, at, at a moment of
0: kind of awkward pause, I'll want to start bussing a table or serving. You know, you, that's just mm-hmm. in your blood. Any time of the year is a great time to explore a new restaurant. And I think January, February, when the weather's a little colder and you do want to get out and get something to eat. People go to their comfort zones when they come to Chicago or maybe it's a chain. This is an opportunity to try something new. And, you know, when you think when I think about your place, the red checkered tablecloths, you know, the spaghetti and meatballs, the minute you walk in the door, you are treated like family. Uh, I I love
1: uh, winter places. I think uh, if, if the sense of walking into a place when it's frigid outside and all of a sudden you're welcomed by warmth and then the food and then ideally the service warmth, I, I, I absolutely love. Um, we kind of have a routine of welcoming people in when they walk in and, you know, it's a small place. It's not cavernous. So you end up interacting with either the customers who are around you or my brother me our staff and so sooner or later we are pretty good with faces not as good with names but sooner or later if you come in twice or three times we know who you who we're dealing with and what your drink is and whether you're a chicken parm guy or a veal guy (laughs) or uh, you know a filet yeah absolutely absolutely let's talk a little bit about the menu uh so it's been uh my uh the vast majority of the stuff came from a man, John Piero Pacini, uh, who uh, ha- was our chef in the 70s and 80s. And uh, it's classic Northern Italian food. But we've been there so long that there are a lot of Americana uh, additions. But, uh, you know, it might be fighting words, but I'll put our chicken parmigiana up against anybody uh, in the the
0: Chicagoland yeah. area. Oh, and- it, to- it tops my list, as is the veal marcello steaks. And I could really just drink your tomato sauce out of a cup. I mean, it is just that good. That's a a scary image, but uh, okay. (laughs) Uh, But as you said, these recipes go way back. I I always see your mom in there hanging out in the restaurant as well, which is kind of a cool thing.
1: Yes, uh, probably cooler for you than for me, because she can still, you know, ground me if she gets mad. But she lives right down the street, so she'll come in sometimes three times a day, and she'll interact with me. She'll, you know, you, you... no matter how old you are, when you hear your mom's voice bark across a, a restaurant, you're you're 13
0: again, and you're about to get in trouble. It is an old school bar. I I love the bar up front with the with the red leather booths up front. You've got a great table service in the back. You do parties all the time for people as well. But it's just the feeling of the place uh, when you walk in there that I think it makes it even more special.
1: We had a great. Uh, we've gotten into this uh, tradition on Christmas Eve uh, a couple of years ago. It started. Uh, and we just started singing Christmas carols. And so uh, similar to that feeling of, you know, it's cold outside and you come into a warm environment. Once somebody gets enough red wine in them to get the courage up, uh, we just start singing and we finally put two and two together and started printing out some uh, lyrics so (laughs) Ah, that we can drop lyrics onto tables. And usually until like they hear the same song the third
0: time, I think they're enjoying it. (laughs) If if the meal goes long, they might get sick of us, but... But I think, I mean, it's just, it's a classic Italian joint. Uh, it's, it's been a fixture in that neighborhood, for so so long and I remember one of the first times I came in there. I've been going there for maybe 20 years one of the first times I came in here had a newborn and we just wanted to have a nice meal and you ended up picking up I think Josh our youngest son and walking around with him behind the bar so I could actually eat which uh, was a really great thing and you do that we do that my brother is
1: a machine with that my brother I <laughs> think people come in specifically to get a meal because they know Giancarlo will pick up their toddler <laughs> walk them around and they yeah. get you know right six ten minutes of free time yes. a- and yeah. uh it's it's something you know i mean
0: we've got kids of our own so uh it's kind of a fun thing to play with a, f- a tradition at lago especially during those stanley cup seasons with the blackhawks was when you proudly pin the opposing team sweater on the front rug to wipe your feet on when you walked in before a game
1: yes we have a regular uh playoff floor mat um sad to say that hasn't been for a little while, but uh, our Hawks, I'm sure, will, will rise like a phoenix from the ashes. But when they are in the playoffs, every opponent, we stitch uh, with great love and care their uh, sweater onto our floor mat so that you, when you
0: welcome into Club Lago, we make sure that all of our customers' feet are very, very clean. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Explore a new place this weekend, this month or this year. Club Lago is at 331 West Superior in Chicago. The website is clublago.com. You can also check them out on Facebook and Instagram as well. Guido, thanks for joining us, buddy. Appreciate it. Pleasure's mine. Great show. Thank you, sir. All right. That is it for us. Next week on The Map, we'll explore Grand Rapids, Michigan, plus U.S. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg will join us to talk about air travel and the Southwest debacle and the $144 million in recent bridge grants that were given to Chicago.